it's Jesse here with another episode of Story Mode, a video game podcast. On the show this week, I'm joined by Simon and Keelan to discuss one of the most successful games of all time, Grand Theft Auto V, from launch to legacy and everything in between. Be sure to keep up to date with us on your socials by following Story Mode AUS and keep up to date with the gaming news that matters at storymodegaming.com. Now, let's get on with the show. Simon, in your previous story, you mentioned looking at gift horse in the mouth. Well, now, I just sat at work one day and we went down a, a rabbit hole finding out what what it meant. It literally means if you get a gift horse, don't look at it. Yeah. Or something like that. I wasn't paying attention. Are you but, familiar with the Trojan horse, Jesse? It's not about Trojan horse. It's about actually getting a gift horse, okay? <laughs> don't look at its mouth. You realise the Trojan anything, horse was a big horse it, that was a gift. Yeah, I know, but it, it, it doesn't have anything to do with the, gift, with the Trojan horse. It's got to do with the the horse with the bad breath. Don't look in its mouth. You don't have to don't smell look in it. Its mouth. Oh, so it's the where coming from. But but I that the week we looked into that, I was to another podcast called uh, Behind the Bastards. Really, really good show. They talk about like bastards throughout time, and they go behind them. Anyway, they were talking about a practice they used to, I can't remember what it was called, but back in the day, back in the bad old days, especially for horses, if somebody wanted to sell like an old decrepit horse and they needed to make it look lively for people, you know what they used to do? Give it cocaine. No, it would have been better. They oh. used to put a live eel up inside it. Because uh. the horse is all lively, clopping around. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they'd be like, that horse, yes, they came home. Came over that horse. The whole that horse is an old man. Now it's jumping. You know, there's some jumping beans in it. Some eel in it. Eels up life. inside you. On an entrance where they can. Thank so you. I, so I thought as well. <laughs> yeah. always, we should actually start the show, eh? Yeah, always good for my beef one reference, drink. though. Yeah, one sip of my drink. I'm gonna. I have a topic to talk about. That's crazy. We're. Uh, Video game podcast. And we're actually talking about video games relatively early on in the in the in the pod as well. Like, why chatting rubbish about God knows what? Feel like we're okay. betraying our roots here. Yeah, I know, start. right? <laughs> we would start. We fr- refresh. We're uh, good. Waiting on you. Waiting on you, bud. All right, cool. Also, remember this week the swear buttons in effect. I don't actually have a button. I do. I actually, literally do. But I'm not allowed to use. It. I don't. I don't want to use it because I don't want to fuck with Thanks. the audio. Oh, you said it. I know, right? <laughs> God, I can't stop eating these grapes. Anyway, so last week I saw a fantastic film. Sonic Two is so damn good. Yeah, I think. I, I think if, if you presented all. All video games to me and said, Jesse, pick which franchise you think will become the best, most entertaining movie slash TV franchise. I'm not picking Sonic, but I've been proven wrong. It is fun as hell. I, have you guys seen Sonic 1? I haven't, yes. but it is now on Netflix, so I will be watching it later this week. Yeah, so I think it. what they do perfectly, and there's actually another reason, you know, we discussed Halo a few weeks ago, and a reason why I, I, I like the Halo series so far is it's inspired by the game. You can't directly transport, uh, it's a convert like a, a game narrative into a movie. It does not work. I would rather a movie be inspired by inve- events. That's why I, I kind of like the, 
um, angle they're going for with like The Last of Us, it's not going to just be a retelling of The Last of Us because that would be ridiculous. That story is too long. It doesn't work in a TV show. They're going to chop and change a few bits, change a few characters around. Cool. Like, that's what I I want. If I want that, if I want The Last of Us story again, I'll play The Last of Us. But with Sonic, a game not really heavy on storyline, they've gone really heavy on heart in this one and it works. They pull it off. Um, I can't remember the actor's name. Who plays Sonic? John Ralphio. We just call him John Ralphio. Yeah, John There's Ralphio. actually, there is a Parks and Rec uh, reference in the, in the movie. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to scream in the cinema, but <laughs> there was, I was surrounded by children. It was terrifying. Um, Keelan, you've seen Sonic 1, right? Yes, I have. What did you think of it? Um, honestly, not not terrible. I enjoyed what I watched. It was a fun movie. It's the kind of thing that you could like happily take um, a kid to and be entertained yourself, which I think is yeah. a mark of like a really good like family movie. I, I think yeah. they did well with what they had. If you if you like that aspect of one, watch number two because it, it, it is more fun. They just let Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey, which yeah. can be grating at times. Like I, especially like in interviews, I can't stand Jim Carrey in interviews. He's just, just sit down, sit down. There's chairs there. <laughs> sit the fuck down. He's so tall and lanky and ugh. But obviously in films, he, Did he, you he, say he lanky or wanky. You can be a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, At that height, you can be whatever you want. <laughs> but um, do you guys hear that he's considering quitting acting? Yeah, Eight man, may be his last role. Oh wow! Uh, no, what a, what a role to go out on. It kind of is. Yeah. Also, if for anyone who is planning on seeing Sonic Two, which I highly encourage, there is an after credit scene, and I gasped. I <laughs> gasped. Okay. I am pumped for what comes next. But overall, the whole thing's good. Idris Elba's knuckles. Yeah. Is, Perfect he, is casting. That, is that good? Like, does that work? It it does. It does. His, it's really weird that we're doing, like, an actual discussion about the, the character growth of a Sonic character. Yeah. <laughs> I found Knuckles' emotional development in the film probably... A little bit jarring at times. I would would have liked that fleshed out a little bit more, but I think the film really focuses on Tails and Sonic and their relationship. Uh, Tails is just here's the button. Mm-hmm. Here's the goddamn button. Because I think I saw on Rotten Tomatoes, it currently has an audience rating of ninety nine percent positive. You can't take anything from run tomatoes. They'll bomb stuff. They'll boost stuff. Just oh, absolutely. But never the tomatoes, <laughs> I say. I remember I remember back in the day, I was like, huh, forget about IMDb ratings. Rotten Tomatoes is where it's at. Rotten Tomatoes is the good ratings. And the, now the, the, it's the, gone to... The only way to dis- discussing is re- review aggregation and audience review <laughs> <laughs> aggregation. Uh, yeah, no, it's just... That's why we don't score. That's why we don't do um, actual scores on uh, our reviews at SoModeGaming.com. Didn't good at that. But hmm. if we're going to be talking about reviews and Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, we should talk about maybe the best reviewed games of all time. We could talk about I don't know 
Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, segue. Oh, Let's talk about Grand Theft Auto Five. Way. Look, I we've done a few retrospective episodes in the past. We've done like, you know, we've done like God of War. We did. I think we did Last of Us. I believe. Top of my head. We've done a few games um, and a few series, but this is a, this is one I've been dying to do GTA Five because it's. I was trying to something. I was trying to discuss where GTA Five sits for me in my rankings of sort of favorite games ever. Mm. I, was, I was talking to my, my, my partner about this. It's like Lord of the Rings. If you ask me what my favorite films are in my top 10, I would never say Lord of the Rings in that. But Lord of the Rings is one of the greatest films I've ever watched. All, all three of them, I just count them all as one film. It's like a default good, so there's no point in me even pointing it out. We know it's good. We know it yeah. should be everyone's in everyone's favorites. Let's even discuss it. I'm going to talk to you about Pacific Rim and Snatch. The film, not the adult version. Fucking um, love Pacific Rim. Pacific... Oh, let's do an episode about Pacific Rim. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, done, done <laughs> and done. Um, but it's like, it's like that. Like It's one of the greatest games ever made. It is an absolute landmark achievement of entertainment. Yeah. It is the highest grossing piece of entertainment in history. Yep. That's like, a big when, deal. When you, look, when you think of history, it's like, oh, well, it, since, since the dinosaur. No. Look, mass media has only really been a thing for the last, what, 30 years, 20 years even, of, of, on that scale. So when you put it in that sort of context, it diminishes a little bit. But even then, for a video game to have that, that record makes me happy. Makes me very, very happy. Now, we're just going to go through a few numbers here and a, a brief outline of the development of the game. Uh, but then I really want to just dive in and hear what you blokes have to say about Grand Theft Auto V. Because I think it's one, it's one of the games where uh, you just come away with, 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 with stories. It is an open world sandbox that you can just mess around with and have a, have a laugh. But, Let's go all the way back to October 2011. This is when the game was first announced. Now, it had been rumored for a while. Dan House had dropped a few hints back in 2008. And I think in 2005, there's like a take two conference call thing with investors, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and I can't remember who it was, but there was a very roundabout answer of like, oh, you know, is Grand Theft Auto 5 being made? Because 4 had done really well, but not probably not as well as San Andreas. So I think there was a, let's get something out soon to really uh, not recoup the losses, but to, to get us back on, on top. Um, and then this guy came around and said like, you know, when I'm not going to announce the announcement or the plans about when that announcement will be announced, but we're making, but we are making plans about it. It was a very like funny convoluted answer. So we all knew uh, it was coming. Of course it's going to happen. Um, so we got an official announcement, October, 2011, and the trailer drops a month later, quickly becoming the most watched game trailer for an action adventure game. Very, very quickly became that. Mm. Um, game obviously being developed by Rockstar North. Uh, this is a team who had made uh, Manhunt, Red Dead, Max Payne 3. Speaking of Max Payne, also Max Payne 1 and 2 getting re-released. Oh, man. Re yeah, yeah, that's By the team at Remedy. Oh, pumped. That'd be some good uh, shit. Now, this game's going to have a thousand developers working on it from across the world. All the Rockstar teams 
kind of pitched in. And there's obviously there's multiple Rockstar teams around the world. Um, it had a crazy budget. $265 million. That's for development and marketing. That is insane. Don't worry. They made that back in about 45 minutes. We'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> yep. Um, game was originally scheduled for Q1 of 2013, but it was pushed back to September that year. Now, you guys, I think we're all Grand Theft Auto fans. I think everyone is to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone's at least played it um, and has some sort of opinion on it. I want to know what your take was on Grand Theft Auto 4. Oh. Going into going into number five, because four, I feel like, is a bit of a forgotten child. And I, mm. I, I think back to four, and I remember a few things. I remember if you crash your car, you would go flying at the windscreen, which I loved. I remember it being a very small map. There was no planes, no helicopters. And there was a house at the end of a bridge where an old FBI agent used to live. And you could get a flamethrower and a minigun there. Also bowling. Well, I remember from that game. But did you find that GTA 4 was a, a bit of a step back from 3? Because I, I have super fond memories of San Andreas. Well, Sa- San Andreas and 3 and Vice City are the, like, the games that I kind of grew up with. And you, you really get into that whole that arcade feel in um, mm. those earlier GTA games yeah, where yeah, you're definitely. just going to go out there and you're going to cause a mayhem. And the game, the game takes away friction for you to do so you've got your weapon wheel it's super easy to get all kinds of crazy different weapons it's super easy to put cheats and stuff in it just gives you the opportunity to just go out there and be nuts and all of a sudden in gta 4 when i played it which was very late mind you felt like i didn't really have that anymore it was so very grounded and it was so very like realistic um and to to make it feel so realistic it was crowded with stuff that I didn't want to do, but it was like such a big part of the content of the game, like taking people on dates, going and hanging out with your cousin, going to get food to replenish your health and standing and waiting in line and stuff so like repetitive. that. Repetitive. It was really weird stuff. And it was like, okay, it's cool you can do this, but should ha- you have done this? That's a philosophy yeah. that uh, Rockstar kind of ran with. Um, in later games i didn't hate gta 4 i think the story was better than uh than gta 5 to be honest yeah we'll mm. get to that because it's shit face <laughs> 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 I mean, it the story's not great in this game what about you si i i don't think i appreciated gta 4 for what it was at the time i think i mm. like many others i went in expecting san andreas and was given gta 4 and so there was a weird sort of dissonance in my brain between what I should be doing and what the game is encouraging me to do. Uh, I was still sort of of that age um, where obviously I understood why it was a mature game. I understood it wasn't just a haha funny game. I get to choose. I get to have a katana and c- cut people in half running down the street. It, there was more to it. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm committing like actual massive crimes here. This is like it's called Grand Theft Auto for a fucking reason. Um, so I definitely understood it more, but I don't think I was in. I don't think I was old enough to appreciate it properly. And that's something I've seen a lot of discourse about in particularly the GTA Reddit. Um, people saying like, oh, you know, GTA 4 was quite forgotten. It was uh, undervalued. 
I still really enjoyed it, though. I never fully played through the story. But the expansions, in particular, um, The Lost and the Damned and The Ballad of Gay Tony, I remember people raving about how that was, like, some of the best video game stuff ever. And I believe there was an update uh, that came out for free for GTA 4 where um, helicopters were added in to the city. Uh, Um, I don't know about planes. I I don't know about planes, but... The main thing I remember from that game is feeling claustrophobic. San Andreas had these massive open areas. And look, this is just my memory of the game. Four didn't really have that. Yeah. So I think what people wanted coming into, into five is a bigger world, a bigger mm-hmm. world to explore and some more interesting characters. And look, we got some interesting characters. You they announced that. that we are having three protagonists. Um, that you'll be switching between. You have uh, Franklin, Frank, Franklin Clinton, Michael DeSanta, and, and Trevor Phillips. And we'll get to our thoughts on those guys in a moment, but it definitely got people excited. And look, the rest of it is is GTA. GTA is a very simple recipe. Open world, cars, guns. Yeah, pretty sex much. Sex, drugs, murder, crime. Rock cops, and roll. Rock and roll. And, and some we'll, good radio cool. stations. <laughs> We'll get to the radio station and stuff soon. <laughs> um, so September 17, uh, 2013, the game drops a PS3 and Xbox 360. It blows my mind it was that long ago and it was that many generations ago, but this was the sort of the final years off, off those consoles, of that generation of console. Game came out. I went to the midnight launch. I At the time, I was doing some writing for our friends over at doublejump.co. Go check them out. Um, and I said, I, I kind of just started the teams. I really want to prove myself. And I said, look guys, I'll go. I'm going to get it at midnight. I've taken the next day off. I had night to pull a sickie. I will come home and I will live tweet my thoughts on the game. And I did it. I played it for like 12 hours. <laughs> played the wrong way to consume the game, probably, but I did a massive probably. session off it. Had real fun with it. Um, and it was kind of cool just being part of the sort of the uh, zeitgeist online of everyone playing this game for the first time at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people ask me questions. We're having discussions. It's really, really good time. Um, before that, before the actual release itself, there was an app that came out that kind of, uh, was a take on the iFruit phone from GTA five and the life hacker app, which is mm. the Facebook, uh, of, of the game, which didn't work. Apps, app, phone apps for games don't work. It's, nah. Everyone calm down. Just nah. don't do it anymore. Remember when Destiny wanted you to get an app to get the grimoires and stuff? Just stop, stop it. Stop the, it. It's ridiculous. The second stop screen it. experience never nah, I, uh, no. and yet, yet when Nintendo try it with a Wii U, everyone's like, oh, that's fucking ridiculous. Come on, guys. Like, <laughs> it was. No, they're right. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yep. That's my point. Like, it, it was already in the conversation. People were already complaining about it. Like, now, mm. before I said the game cost $265 to develop and market, and the, the marketing push for this game was huge. There were massive billboards everywhere. Like, it was going to be a big game. Yeah. So they were pushing it as such. Mm. Um, it's probably actually one of the first games I really remember the marketing campaign across Melbourne. There were trams with it, plastered across it. There were billboards, there were signs up. It was pretty cool. Fun fact, Jesse, I drive past this old billboard um, every evening, and there is still a poster for GTA San Andreas. <laughs> Amazing! Can you yeah. please take, is, take a photo of that? It's nearly tw- it, it's nearly twenty years old. It's still That's there. Art. It's crazy. That is, art. that is fantastic. Um, 
In the first 24 hours, Grand Theft Auto makes $815 million in revenue. After three days, they crossed the $1 billion threshold. Now, analysts knew this would happen, but they thought it would come at maybe a month's time. Three days, $1 billion. That's stupid. That's That's like incomprehensible. It it, it didn't beat records. It it annihilated them. It did Grand Theft Auto level crimes on those records, okay? (laughs) This thing just broke record after record. It won the 2013 Golden Joystick Game of the Year, which was the big game of the year at the time. That's beating games like Bioshock Infinite, The Last of Us, and Sonic Lost World, okay? Through the big games they're releasing that year. Sonic Lost World. God damn. (laughs) What a title. Um, (laughs) Quickly became the fastest selling product, entertainment product in history, as we mentioned before. Um, And it was... it. Look, we've spoken about Elden Ring for the last few episodes, okay? The GTA V hype dwarfed, I think, what we're getting now Elden Ring. Yeah, 100%. If you can't remember that, if you didn't live through that, I don't think you will get it again. I remember with GTA 6. It or- was it was one of those that like crosses cultural barriers. Like this is not just like a gamer thing. This is an everybody whole world thing. I re- yeah. This is being reported on the news. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And obviously a GTA game is going to be controversial for its depiction of, you know, violence. And especially with this game, violence against women was a very big issue with this game. Mm. Um, there's also a few missions like there's a torture mission, which we'll get into it in a moment. Uh, so it, it definitely broke barriers for good and bad. But I remember like turning on the news and seeing stuff about it. I remember reading the, the paper. It, they were talking about the sales numbers for this game. Yep. I'd never mm. seen that before. This was one of those moments. I kind of feel like the rest of the entertainment industry kind of turned around and said, wait a minute. Yeah. Hang on a second. <laughs> wait, we've ignored games and that thing is growing. Obviously, it's, it's the bigger industry now. Mm. Uh, I think this is the moment where the game industry really stood up and said, no, we're, we're, we're it. We're the thing Lip. now. Um, now, obviously, like I said before, there's controversy. I mean, Lindsay Lohan tried to sue Rockstar and Take Two for using her likeness. She lost that case. To be fair, though, the model in the game does look a lot like Lindsay Lohan, but she's based off, off a real life model yeah, um, from yeah. the UK. All right. Let's get into what our thoughts on the game are. Well, uh, I guess- just also just to note as well, when it first released, it didn't come out on PC straight away. No, no, no. I that was a few funny years when late. everyone's like, PC game's better. I'm like, oh, you should, you should try GTA. Oh, you All can't. Right. Let me. But let it eventually me, came out 2015. Let me talk about my, my experience because I was living in London. I had just gotten my first serious uh, gaming PC. No, I mean, not super serious. It was like mid, mid-tier. Um, <laughs> it's the only thing I could really afford. Um, and I had taken my xbox 360 with me and it was living in a cardboard box underneath my bed because i had skyrim on my pc i no longer needed to use my xbox 360 because that was the one game i bought an xbox 360 for was skyrim and then all of a sudden gta ps3 xbox 360 and i'm like all right gotta dust her off it was it actually sat on top of my pc for 
I think about three months straight before I actually put it somewhere a bit more secure to stop the Xbox from falling over or overheating. Um, and yeah, like I completely unplugged my PC for a while whilst I just smashed through GTA five. And then of course, as soon as it came out on PC, I bought it again, but that was pretty, pretty stupid of me. Um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy when, when because you first it just completely it absorbed me. Yeah. Well, what, what were you like your initial thoughts on it? I first the first big difference that I noticed that I massively appreciated was the driving. The driving felt way more arcadey and responsive uh, compared to GTA Four. I know that a lot of people appreciate the, I guess, the weight that vehicles have yeah, in I GTA Four. And I guess, like again, it's one of those things that I probably didn't appreciate at the time. But if I went back and played it now, I probably would. Like I can sort of respect that a bit more. But I like I like the arcadey feel. I like. Driving games. That's what I mean, GTA is meant to be. That's the I thing. Mean, like, we've seen when Rockstar goes too serious. They make Red Dead too. Yeah, and, I, mm. I, I like that. Not, not. There's not one part of the GTA Five experience that feels ultra realistic. It no. all feels like a very heightened experience. You jump in a car and it, you're driving a race car suddenly. Yeah, all the shooting feels really arcade shootery. It, uh, no, the shooting is pretty weak in the games. Yeah, but it all feels. Mm. It all. It always feels like a video game. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is like, um, I mean, I've we've spoken about uh, Midnight Club, you know, Rockstar's old racing games that yeah, bloody been long dead and buried. Um, bring it back, hashtag bring, bring it, it back. back. Absolutely, because holy, oh, I love them. I think they're such fun games. Um, but like, I was like, oh, this this feels like a Midnight Club game in terms of the way the car handles and the sense of speed and the way the game actually handles that speed as well compared to. GTA 4 and even like San Andreas where if you went too fast you could break the game in half just because you held down the accelerate button uh, <laughs> classic mm. classic games um, and I actually I avoided the majority of the hype the only thing I knew was that there were three protagonists and that's it I didn't know what they I didn't know who they were I thought that uh, Lamar was going to be the second protagonist I was expecting to shift to oh. him at some point but I'll put you up there. we'll get into the protagonist in just a moment Keelan, what were your first thoughts on the game? Um, I never played it at launch, uh, but my cousin was one, you know. Um, he, he wanted to go bowling? He, <laughs> yes. He would jump in and out of games. So, like, when big things came out, he would buy the game and he'd play it. And he bought GTA Five when it came out. And I was over there watching them play one day. And I wasn't super interested. I'm like... I know this is a big deal and I'll get to it eventually. Um, I hadn't even played GTA 4 at that point. But when I saw how you can change from one character to the next character, I was like, holy shit. Okay. Maybe that I should mechanic take this a bit and, more and visual was very cool. The zoom out and zoom back in on that. It's the visual and the smooth, like the slick way that it's all sort of like done it's presented it's it just it just feels so solid and like it feels like almost like a real like mm. i don't know there's there's something hyper real about that when when it happens and i i, think- I, I loved it um eventually i played it many years later i don't know why it took me that long i wanted to play it in a good way i wanted to play it in the best way possible um and you couldn't do that on a console um you couldn't play it at 60 frames per second and the 30 frames feels janky in that it game it wasn't even slow it's slow and laggy to begin with yeah. and simon's right it was it was bad performance but when i did it was play like, it i realized 
not really necessary, was it? Because the shooting is so shit. <laughs> yeah, the yes. shooting's garbage. It's yep. terrible. But the but game like, makes the up for it in other ways. even ran on a PS3 and Xbox 360. Like, look, there were moments Amazing. where it was, it was super janky when it, when it first launched. It took oh, a few it patches cool. and re-releases and remasters and new generations of consoles to make it run smooth. And even then. But mm. I, it was a, a game of that scope. I remember, so you play the opening mission and it's a flashback, um, like bank robbery in the snow, yada, yada, yada. And it zooms back into, I guess, 2013, the current time at the time. And I remember just driving around Los Santos. And you go to like the city and just the fact that you can like see the mountains, you can see the beach. This is a functioning city. You look up and there are planes flying overhead. There are helicopters. There are people in the streets walking past, having their That's own it. stories. An ambulance will go past. It's actually going to a car accident. It was a living city. And games have tried to do that before. Mainly, you know, Grand Theft Auto games have tried to do that before. And they come cl- they obviously did well, but GTA Five, it didn't, it didn't make sense to me that it was on a PS3. Yeah, it, mm. it, it, that was a game that got me hyped for the next generation because I just thought to myself, if this is the full stop we're getting, you know, this and Last of Us, Bioshock, blah, 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 if this is the full stop we're getting, then the next stage is going to be monumental. And look, it was, but I remember playing it that night and just being like, this is just, I, I've never experienced something like this before. Absolutely wondrous. It but was, let's get into the characters himself. Yeah. Sorry, go on, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, um, like it, it was just so interesting how, um, cause yeah, the, the game I think ran closer to 25 frames per second more consistently than it did 30. Um, but just the fact that it ran on like what the PS3's 512 megabits of Ram or something oh. like that. Something ridiculous, like unbelievable that they managed yeah, to pull a that off. Achievement, absolutely, like genuinely incredible. But it was, it, it felt like a starter, like a really good starter before a awesome meal. And you're like, this is cool. This is really, really nice. What more there is can no it do? way on earth you can call GTA Five an entree or a starter. It was the no, meal. The P- it was the, the PS3 great meal. Experience was like the PS3, Xbox 360 experience of the game was the entree itself, as opposed to like PS4 and PC and everything <laughs> well, else. Okay, let's let's move on to the characters themselves. So we had the three characters, and no game had done this before, really. Uh, like we said, we had Franklin, Michael, Trevor. Let's start with Franklin. Franklin is your gangster character. He is sort of, you know, growing up on the streets. He wants to get out of, the, you know, he's doing like petty crimes and stuff like that. He's working for a bit of a dickhead down in the car yard. I know that feeling. Um, <laughs> I think they wasted his character a little bit. Uh, I, I didn't love him. Keelan, what I, do you think? I've said it before, but like, if you just straight up cut Franklin from this game, it would be the exact same game. Like, he adds very little to it. I don't, I don't understand why they did that. Because the guy that they got to do Franklin's voice is actually a really interesting dude. Because he grew up in a very similar environment to what the oh, Franklin character grew up in. He was out gangbanging and stuff. Like that's what they call, that's what he called it in the interview I watched. So don't make any jokes <laughs> about that. Um, 
But yeah, he's involved with um, gangs and shootings and blah, 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 and selling drugs and shit like that. Like the dude actually lived the life. And like you hear it when um, the Franklin character is yelling at people on the street. Yeah. You actually hear that kind of like aspect to it but when he goes into like cutscenes and stuff his delivery is just a little bit ah you know he's not a, like a an incredible actor in the way that some of the other lead characters were he was definitely overshadowed as a character and the whole his whole story was like him wanting to like leaving the petty crime life and the gang life leaving that behind and kind of like making a name for himself and he does by just committing more crimes bigger and, and more violent there's yeah. no downfall to him. It's just like, yep, that worked. And then story ends. It's like, okay. So let's move along to two more characters that are more fleshed out. Simon, I'm going to throw you with this one. All right. Michael DeSantis. Um, look, I think he's the best character in GTA Five. Yes. But his foil, being his family, are each individually the single worst characters in the entire fucking GTA universe. Every single one of them, I Ooh. would actually take pleasure in strangling. Like, genuinely. Like, you didn't like, I, you just didn't like, the, like, you're meant to not like the character. Yeah, yeah, no, mm. absolutely. Like, and I was about to say, that's what makes them so good. I yeah. hate all of them. Which is, and they're, they're they written are, perfectly. Like, it's amazing. They're all the embodiment of that sort of mid-2000s vacuous Hollywood lifestyle that yeah. you, know, you imagine. And it's just, I, I, I couldn't say anything of him. Although I, <laughs> I, I like the wife, the wife and the yoga instructor, that <laughs> whole mission. Oh, very fun. I failed very that funny. so many times. Yeah, so did I, I. That was hard. <laughs> yeah. On, on, on Xbox 360, I failed that like four times back to back. And then when I got it on PC, I did it first time without even trying. It was weird. But I, I just like you get to that guy's house and it's like, oh, we're gonna beat him up. No, 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 we're going to knock the house down with a car. It's like yeah. in his house. It's great. You, you great know, stuff. um, the, the, his family, Simon. I feel like they really are the product of all of Michael's mistakes. And like, yeah, and the, that's, it just it works perfectly. It works. It works so well. And Michael himself, I think, as like as a vessel for the player is really good because you get so infuriated from the way his family acts and then Michael responds appropriately. Like, he gets fucking mad. He is, you know, chasing his son down the down the freeway. Mm. In, the, in the back of a yacht. Yeah, yeah on the back geez. of the yacht. And is like, effing and blinding and screaming about it all. And you're like, yeah, I get it. I get it. But I, what I also liked about him, like, like you said, they are kind of a product of his mistakes. Like he was very vacant as a, as a father. And whenever he was there, he was a bit of a dick to him. Like he wasn't, he's not nice to his son. So of course the son's going to go do dumb stuff for attention mm. and stuff like that. Thought he ignores his wife. Yada, yada, yada. parent them, but can't. I liked that he protected them though, as if they were his mistakes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Then my mistakes don't hurt them. Cause there is a mission towards the end of the game where there are people in the house. I think they're FBI guys in the house and you sneak through room to room and you save your family. And that's one of the best missions in the game. I really, really enjoyed that. There are, there are some moments there that I quite liked. And I think, yeah, he's the main character I played, played as Michael, I think. Um, I, I just like, you know, ex-bank robber, really into films, 
No, the life yeah, that like I it's, want it's, to it's, live. It's a fun, fun little character to to have. And his house is a nice. His house is a very nice hub. Mm. I, I found mm. I really like the design of his house, and just I think he had. He was sort of the main character of the three. I think he had the best stories. He's the one who had probably the most complex past. Now let's get into, I don't want everyone's thought on this character. Oh, yeah. Trevor Phillips. Now, if you thought, you know, the DeSantis family were grating, uh, they were grating but lovable. I don't like Trevor. I don't like playing as Trevor. I don't like when he's on screen. And that is all absolute testament to Stephen Ogg's performance. Uh, because when I see Stephen Ogg in, you know, The Walking <laughs> Dead or Better Call Saul, he plays, he is uh, uh, Trevor. Whatever you see him, he is Trevor. He looks like Trevor. And I hate him so much because he's such a good actor, but I hate him so much. I, I don't know, like, even when you when you get introduced to Trevor, what, halfway-ish through the game? Oh, maybe, maybe 30% through the game? Yeah, yeah. He just, he's like having sex with a woman- and then her husband comes home, so he beats the husband. I'm like, why do I want to play as this character? Well, like, t- what, 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 why, why is he the vessel that I want to kind of jump into? Like Franklin, he's you know, becoming wants to get out of, out of the gang life and stuff like that. Okay, cool. I'll I'll, I'll help while I can, Franklin. Michael is you know trying to escape the crime life. He wants to protect his family. Okay, cool, Michael. I'll help where I can. Trevor's like, I want I want to do meth and just kill people. Like, I, he seems like the heightened version of. Sort of the uh, a stereotypical GTA fan would want. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's exactly and, it. Yeah, that's, that's, like that's, it. That's the point. That is entirely the point. Mm. So um, to to give you a little bit more context, um, that opening scene with Trevor uh, and he curb stomps Johnny. Um, Johnny was the protagonist, one of the protagonists in GTA 4 in one of the DLCs, The Lost and the yeah. Damned. He was oh. the protagonist um, for that story, which is why so many GTA fans hate Trevor because Johnny was this well liked character. You know, he had a really cool story, and people were like, "Oh yeah, Johnny, Johnny is like really, really cool, and he's a bit of a bad, like badass." And ah, oh, how cool! And then of course, he just gets absolutely curb stomped by Trevor, and it's that's that's meant to be the, I guess, sort of the volume of which Trevor is spoken about is meant to be in reference to how he literally just straight up murders the one of the ex-protagonists. Just... Because nah. like- he's he's not meant to be likable. He's not meant... He's meant to be... Because keep in mind, again, this game came out in 2013, and that was but, the epitome of edgelord, dark, witty internet humour. It was, but look, not other, other games did it better, because the thing with him is he's one note. There's no yes. depth. There's no complexity to him. He's just a madman, I, and I, I, I strongly I'm disagree like, okay, with that. I found him boring. I, I, I think, I don't think it's a good representation, but it is a representation of somebody with some sort of di- undiagnosed mental disorder. Because the dude, yeah. multiple, the, multiple, the dude is absolutely unhinged. But oh yeah, also yeah. you can't take him seriously. So the thing, the whenever I think of Trevor, I think of one thing only: when he's coming into Lamar's house and like he trips over the small fence or something, like he just <laughs> falls over and he rolls on the it. ground a little bit, and then he gets upset about it. And I'm like, I can't take this dude seriously. Um, but then he goes out off on a rampage and he murders like fifteen people, right? And then he has this weird reciprocated kidnapping love story thing 
with this woman who's like 30 years his senior like th- that, that is, was strange I that is that. super that was strange and like weird but he's he's not the same trevor that you see for the rest of the game when he's interacting with her and it, I, I just it just doesn't glue together you're right actually i, I didn't mind that it, yeah, it doesn't it, glue it's... together with everything else, but it does show you like apparently there is something else in there, and he's and he's super loyal. Like he's yeah, obsessed yeah. with Michael. Mm. Like he's obsessed with him. Um, and I, I just don't know. Like it doesn't all come together to be something bigger than the sum of its parts with Trevor's character, for me at least. See, yeah, the I, best I, thing about Trevor was swapping to his character because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you would either wake up in the mountains in a dress and drunk, or <laughs> You would be already be in the middle of a cop chase. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I remember the first time I did that, like, I was going to stop between characters. Oh my God, five stars, help. I love Very that. Good. It keeps you on your toes. It's always exciting now, to change over to him. Obviously, was, these yeah. characters need something to do. I have a challenge for you both. Mm-hmm. Tell me what the storyline is in GTA 5. I've got I've got you. I will. I will. Don't you read a thing. I know you no, read no, no, a no, no, thing. No, no. No, I'm All not. Right. I want to. I want to. I want a chop-down version. I want a, a quick, condensed version of what I'll, the storyline is. I'll, I'll, I'll let Keelan go first. I'll let Keelan shoot his shot. I worked. Work together on this. Right. Uh, uh, Simon, you got. You start off, and I'll okay. fill in any All blanks. Right. All right. So it begins with Michael, Trevor, and Brad uh, committing a bank heist in North Yankton. I believe is the town. The fact that you remember the other character's name, I don't believe you're not reading off something. I, this, pr- this I promise you. I promise you. Straight Brad. Up. Brad, we, got, you know Simon, we got to be concise here, man. Yeah, yeah. Concise, come on, buddy. Right. Cinch it in. Um, it was meant to be, Michael was meant to fake his death. Brad got killed instead. Whoopsie doodle. Bury Brad instead of Michael. Oh, well. Uh, Michael goes into hiding. Um, 20-something years. <laughs> goes into hiding in a McMansion in the middle of a city. Yeah. Great stuff, Michael. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Inconspicuous. I mean, look, there's, oh, an, uh, there's enough. I, I, I'm, in, I'm in witness protection. I want to knock somebody's house down. Yeah, I know. He's in, Didn't do look, it great. Michael isn't smart. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> and then 20 years later, Franklin has a chance meeting with Michael. And Franklin's like, hey, I want to be better at doing crime. And Michael's like, I got your back, buddy. Trust me. They set up a heist. Trevor finds out about it and goes, what the hell? How is there a ghost still around? What? That makes no sense. Investigates. There's a whole bunch of rubbish to do with the FBI, well, sorry, the FIB in in game um, and how Michael's technically under their thumb and then they come to a climax where it's like, alright, we've got to either fix this or we've got to kill someone. So it's either you kill Michael or you kill Trevor or you take option C, which is kill everyone who is a problem to you. And that is definitely by far the best option because it's actually a really fucking fun mission and the other missions kind of suck. Um, and that way you also get to keep playing as all three characters. If you don't do all of their side missions, you can still do them. And basically it's a matter of young Franklin is like, I want to be better at doing crimes. Trevor and Michael are like, okay, bud, we'll show you how to do all the cool shit. And you do heists and they are the best part of the game by far. We'll get into them in a moment. I like how you're telling off the, uh, the story the story you got to the point where i would be able to remember it and then you went and then the fbi got involved yada 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 and then you have to kill each other <laughs> well that's okay that's the because part where the story completely falls apart because yeah, there's yeah, yeah. multiple I, I, people in the fib or the fbi the men in black i don't know whatever the hell they are and uh, it's like, I, I, I don't I, know who you any of you are i don't care <laughs> i will agree that there is absolutely problems with that part of the story but overall there's there is 
genuinely some decent moments that help keep it from completely disintegrating. But that's <laughs> the problem from my from my perspective is that the best parts of that story were the the little interactions like trevor genuinely loves michael like he considers Hmm. him a brother right yeah Um, yeah. michael is like i can't wait to be done with this shit and you've got this constant like tension between the two because they're coming at things from such different points michael's trying to get rid of trevor trevor's trying to get closer and franklin's in there selfishly trying to get his own thing and he he doesn't really give a shit about either of them um so the, it's just the reason I say you it's can just, take him out. It's him and his dog. Nothing. It's him what and his, his dog and, name? and Lamar. Oh, Chop. Chop. Oh, when we eat the player's Chop and you're running around, it's a really boring mission, but at the God, end, he's sucks. banging another dog in the background. It's very yeah, funny. That's yes. funny, but Good not stuff. worth the shitty mission you had to oh, go Christ, through. No, that, was, that was this game's um, remote control plane oh, mission. God, <laughs> no. Yeah, that was that. It was just yeah. tedious and unnecessary. And, trauma oh, good now you mentioned before though the heist the heist are the big part of this game yeah, yeah. so that was the big attraction what you do with heist is you would, you would speak to a character you would say okay we're gonna rob a jewelry store and then you were given options on how you would do it would you go and all guns are blazing or would you throw in some sleeping gas and knock everyone out and go and quiet you had the option and then you'd pick an option you would do smaller missions to you Say you do the sleeping gas, you have to obtain the sleeping gas, you have to obtain masks and, and costumes and yada, yada, yada. Scope out the place. And then you would do the heist. These were amazing. I loved this so much, but there were nowhere near enough of them. No. I feel like there were like four? I, f- I think it might have been a couple more than that. I, I think uh, it was a couple more. I remember the, the jewelry store. Yeah. Yes. I remember the bank in the uh, in the north of the map in the country where you go and like all guns yep. are blading. That one felt kind of shitty to me because it's, it's literally like, oh, we're going to rob a bank. I don't we'll get machine guns. <laughs> ah, like, like, there's nothing clever about this. Like the walls of the um, jewelry store. I just remember those two, to be honest. Um, there is the <laughs> big, big bank. Um, which uh, yes. one of one of the last missions in the game. Uh, I think it's like the World Bank Trust or something like that is the mission. Um, you fly, you fly the vault out and stuff like that. That yeah, was yeah. cool. That that one. Uh, there is a, I guess, a mini heist um, where you have to rescue someone from uh, the bureau. They're getting, they're getting interrogated by the bureau. And you, when you climbed inside the building, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah, that we went like full mission impossible from it. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Kevin, what did you think about the heist? There's another one I can't remember. Um, I liked it. I just thought that some of them, the lead-up missions uh, where you had to prepare and get the stuff, they could be really tedious and frustrating. Mm. And uh, drive to the other side of the map, buy, buy some boiler suits, drive back. Oh. I love the conversations though because yeah, the cutscenes cutscenes in the game are, are good. They're funny. It's a funny game. Yeah, yeah. but it was the, the conversations you would have with someone, and you really get to know their their character and their personality. Yeah, I would have loved and look. Look, I'm asking, I'm asking more of a game that already gave so much, but I would have loved if, if you were a different character picking up people, the conversations were different, mm. just to add that replay, replayability. But again, I'm asking a lot there. But the, we'll get we'll get more into the highest when we discover when we discover when we discuss online. But look, GTA games are not about the story. Who gives a shit? Really, these are open world playgrounds for mayhem. Tell me your favorite places, 
your favorite missions, your favorite guns, your favorite cars, your favorite people. Tell me what GTA, the world of GTA, how did you explore it? Uh, What's up with you, Simon? Honestly, I actually went through, I spent the majority of my time going through the story because I felt like that was a natural way to sort of just expand my repertoire and, you know, access to all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's, I, I spent, I think the majority of my time playing as Franklin because I liked his car the best. Um, and he, uh, cause each character has like a, a, a power skill. for yeah, some they've reason. Got special ability. So. so Franklin could slow down time and control his car really well. Yeah. Michael had like bullet, bullet time, time kind bullet of thing. Time. Yeah. And then Trevor had a rage mode. Yeah. Yeah. Which was increased <sighs> damage dealt, decreased damage taken. Um, things explode a hell of a lot quicker and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I spend the majority of my time, I think playing as Franklin because I liked his car the best because he starts with a sports car. And when you eventually unlock all the upgrades and stuff that, um, San Andreas customs or whatever, um, it was just genuinely one of the best cars you could get in the game. And it was a forever car. It's not one that, you know, you can accidentally lose or anything like that. So, um, spent a lot of time running around as Franklin. I, I think I prefer the center of the city as my sort of playground for stuff. Um, Around around the beach area and by the airport and that sort of area as well. Okay. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the airport. Like I loved that airport so much, but they patched something and it made me so, I, I literally, this kind of fa- helped me phase out of playing the game so much. Mm-hmm. What I used to do is I would, you would go onto your, uh, onto your phone in the game and you could buy weapons, clothing, blah, 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 but you could also buy cars. I'd buy a super fast sports car. I'll do it up. And then where's the best place to go and just drive as fast as possible? The airport. Yeah. Runways. But what was really cool is driving towards a plane landing, okay, and just just touching the wheel of it or, or putting a, a, a garbage truck in front of it and watching it land into it. Massive explosion. Happy <laughs> Jesse. They patched <laughs> it or something. And I remember going in there one day and just driving around the airport and no planes took off or landed. Nothing happened. I, I, I swear they dropped the spawn rate of landing and taking off Boeings in that game. And I've seen Maybe. people on Reddit say the same thing. And I don't understand why it was so fun because you would try to like jump over them or you would throw like a plane's taking off. So you drive next to it and you would throw um, remote explosive onto it. And I think this, is, this, this, I mean, me saying this is going to get me put onto a list, but then you could drive off and there were big jumps to get over the fence. It was cool. It's but oh, if you, we're getting chased by the cops. You go to the airport and you timed it right. You could have, you know, a tail of cops behind you get smashed by a plane. <laughs> it was very cool. Also, one of the best jumps in the game is near the airport when you go out the main entrance and you could do like a loop jump. It's very, very cool. Jesse, you I, go- I think they patched it out because they watched the story mode video game character rankings and they realized the 747 is too powerful. It's too strong. <laughs> that must be it. That must have been it. Um, no, see, one, one of my favorite things That's to do- That's what they took Tony Hawk out as well. <laughs> he was in the game. Um, there's the army base. I think it's called Fort Zekunda or something like that. Yeah. Um, down one of, the, one of the freeways. And I like- mm. Wait, I, The jet. 
but yeah, I, I do this all the like whenever I play, basically single player or online. I will go there. I will steal a jet and I will just go cause chaos. I'll just just the cool thing about the jet is to to escape the barrage of missiles because they would shoot you down if you go there in a helicopter or a normal plane. They'll shoot you down. So you have to steal the jet quickly enough that the I, I'm having I'm having the most vivid flashbacks of this game right now because <laughs> I remember if you you jump into that plane you can move really quickly because there was a tank that spawned right in front of you and obviously you don't get hit by that but then you have to fly it and you have to fly low you have to go underneath the radar um, and if you were good you could go underneath the bridge that was like to the right it was pretty badass um, I'm having I'm having moments here Keelan Keelan what's some of the, the mayhem you used to cause in the game. <laughs> Um, I am not the kind of player that does that. I used to be back in the day when I was a teenager, but by the time I played the game, I'm kind of like, okay, I just, I want to see what, what, where the narrative takes me. So I want to tell you about my favorite, uh, mission, which is the, the life hacker infiltration mission, <laughs> which this mission's oh, great. Yeah. This it is, the uh, life hacker building is in the funniest locations in a GTA game. The just, conversation in there hilarious it's freaking awesome and all of that stuff you're doing you're doing a little bit of stealth you know you're walking around you you um listening to these funny conversations um and the payoff at the end of all of that what you know the thing that happens look uh, the on, game, on the live game's TV. 10 years old you can say what happens <laughs> yeah all right the dude's face freaking the, his head exploding basically so you're told by a named lester to to swap the the Mark Zuckerberg analog in the game. Yep. You swap out his iPhone analog in the game with an explosive version. And then live on TV, he's going to take the first call. Um, I also like that you have to you have to initiate the call yourself. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. you're Michael and you're sitting on the couch and you're watching this thing. And if you don't press anything, it's like, oh, the, phone, the phone's not working. <laughs> I always find that really funny. But then you I, call it, it blows up, blows head up on, on live TV. I love that so much because I went through all of this, you know, you I don't think you have to kill anyone in the mission. Nope. Um and I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah, we got yeah. this all done. Here we go. And the dude's face blows up and it is it's it's kind of satisfying <laughs> considering I, that the guy's an analog just, for a real life. I just remember going into the the <laughs> you know, the Facebook slash Apple building that that the that life hack is in, and there's people playing like hacky sack and they're playing guitar yeah, and stuff like that yeah. it was it was that real cringy uh, 2000s hipster vibe it was um, it was like like not even not even mid 2000s it's still around it's like that startup startup yeah, yeah startup yeah, that- bullshit but i remember when startups first started around that time they seemed to be even worse mm. and but- you would I, I would just stand around and you would listen to people talk or you would go on their computers so if you went on the computers, you would find out that none of them knew what they were doing because it was just ad pop-ups everywhere. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like you, like, you could read on the IT boards, crowd. like their ideas of it, it basically just like had like world domination scribbled out, just like steal data. <laughs> it was so, so fun. That whole mission just captures, you know, Rockstar's sense of humor, but also their attention to detail as well. And they're like the the crafty narrative uh building that they've done. And that that just absolutely nailed it for me um i i didn't love um i didn't love the the outdoors not the outdoors the you know the the mountainous area yeah i I really didn't like getting around it Uh, like it was difficult i actually really liked it i i found myself once i finished the game i would chill up north mainly 
and just go around in my car. I'll get a shitty beat up car. I'd have like mm. no weapons. You'd piss off the cops and be like, kind of, can I, can I get to the city from here? Mm. And you'd create your own narratives in your head and like, you know, you're, you're running away from the cops because you've done X and Y. Um, I always found that really fun or just trying to land, landing a plane in a country town. They were never happy about it. No, no, no. What, what it missed though is I needed a big, like, I don't know. I, I needed more up there. There was too much mm. empty space. Yes. Like, and even some of the like empty it. spaces, when they had stuff, it wasn't interesting. Like, there was a wind farm, which from a distance looked, looked fascinating, but also you kind of get there. It's like, wait, I mean, it's just a wind farm. There's a jail that is yeah. part of a mission, but then beyond that, it's nothing. You go yeah. in there, the cops chase after you. It's like, oh, it would be kind of cool if you see people like, you know, you could break people out of prison or something like that. That would have been fun. Yeah. There was a lot of missed opportunities. Untapped potential potential in some areas. Yes. Um I mean, speaking of untapped potential, there was a whole alien theory. So if you went to the top of the mountain, there was clues as to an alien subplot. There was gonna be an alien ship that came down and yada yada yada. And I think eventually it got patched in, but it was kind of it was kind of nothing. And it it was all in tandem with the Epsilon group, which is the cult. Yeah, oh my god. You hear about the radio fair bit, and I think one of the radio DJs becomes part of the Epsilon group. It's really, really good. Um, They're funny. They're they're a really good background narrative. Let's get into that. So GTA games, they are famous for being, you know, satirical. They they lampoon all sorts of pop culture and sort of social commentary, political commentaries. What did you think of that aspect to it? Do you reckon the humor the humor in, in their lampooning landed? It's dated. Uh, it's definitely it's, uh, dated. Yeah. It's, it's a, a very time. a very uh, Gen X kind of game, like the, yes. the tone and everything about it. Um, I'm not saying that's bad. I think it works in this genre. Um, and I think it's best re- represented with the radio stations, um, mm. specifically yeah. the talk radio stations. West um, Coast talk game. radio. And uh, I, I don't know. I think it works when you understand the context and you understand rockstar's approach to things because that's that's how they've approached pretty much everything since gta 3 i was listening to the radio stations before and on, on wctr which is a talkback radio station they've got um fernando and a lot of these characters have been in older gta games and i think in a previous game fernando did like a love line sort of call in with oh, your yeah. relationship problems probably but then in the story of him he got in trouble for multiple sexual harassment cases and he's been told that he needs to, needs to do a show about finances but there's a line at the start he's introducing himself and saying you know i've learned from my mistakes and stuff like that and then he's like i need to treat women as i treat myself like goddesses <laughs> i lost my shit it's so perfectly delivered but yeah they, they had a, a crazy cast on the radio station they had like mm. cara delavine did the pop station um one of my favorite comedians at the time annie letterman was on wctr uh it's a shame they didn't bring back Andy Dick from uh, the Talkback Radio on San Andreas. Well, More for Phallus Titanium. I always remember that line. That's the thing. I, I feel like I feel like the world of GTA Five is simultaneously one of the best and one of the worst in equal measure. I feel like there is so much, like just genuinely amazing stuff in there. You know, whether it be the radios, whether it be some of the some of the weird chit chat you hear on like when you're walking through the city, for example. I think there are some really great moments, and I 
I love it. I, I really genuinely love that. But at the same time, it's just, again, it makes me think about, oh, what we could have had, like what more they could have done. And I know it's like, hard. It was, to, it was a P, it's a PS3. Like I could, I could play. That's a thing. Yeah. You know, like, the I, original I, Mario and be like, they could have had a car in this. Yeah, I mean, like I get it. Obviously, Give him back it was his a, gun. It was a it was a 2013 game, but you know, it's just again. I think back to some of the other stuff that was around in, you know, San Andreas, and I guess the, for example, the type of music I listen to, listen to rock music. There's two rock radio. I think maybe three. Uh, rock radio stations and they only have I think maybe about 10 songs each and that's it that's all they have they have maybe about 30 they, they good rock songs for everyone with the music I, I actually think the soundtrack in this game was probably one of the best ever in a game Pretty just for good. diverse it was diverse it, it was, diverse was it had hell. some bangers in it as well mm, yeah like don't get me wrong there is absolutely like some really awesome stuff in there but at the same time i'm like ah, there's just it it feels like it gets two-thirds of the way and then kind of gives up that that's how Ooh. i feel that's how i feel that's and I'm, fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm not talking about um obviously just the radio or you know like i said just the, the world as a whole there's some things that really really frustrate the the absolute shit out of me like um the cops, when you're running away from the cops, even if you've got a one star wanted level and you hide in a back alley, all of a sudden there's going to be a, a cop that will spawn 100 meters away with you in their line of sight and they're walking towards you quicker than you can walk away from them. And it's like, why has this cop just... Why are you walking? Run, shoot. I already blew gun. up my car. That's how I got Steal. the one star. That's how I got the one star. Well, that's why level. you get arrested. Because you <laughs> stuffed up. If you're on one star and you're a big car. See, I'm actually the opposite with the cops in GTA. Because I a lot of people say oh, they're, they're too sensitive and they can find you too easily. I hate how easily they give up. If you, you're just faster than them and they'll stop. What? Well, no, no, because that's the thing. They won't if you're faster than them. Once you go out of a certain threshold, I don't know what the threshold is. One will spawn in front of you. And you yeah, cannot no, avoid you, them. You can, you can go around it. Like, it's not hard to evade cops this game. I found yeah, that way if, too easy. If you're not in the cone, you're not going to have you're any. You're good. Yeah. yeah, you'll be fine. I, I found it way too easy to get away from cops. So I think, Simon, I think what Keelan and I are saying is get good. But, you know, just. <laughs> um, now, okay. Well, you've actually kind of brought me into, to, I think, a gripe we all have is, is the, the combat. Look, this game, the shooting is fine. It is what it is. It serves its purpose. It's okay. I think when you're interacting with the cops in the game, it's less about shooting and more about getting away. And I found the chase is really, really fun. But my biggest gripe, I, I knew the gunplay wouldn't be fantastic. It's, mm. It is what it is. There weren't many melee weapons. There was yeah. a bunch of weapons that, that were in older games that you couldn't get in this one. There was a real dearth of... of uh, Melee weapons. And also, flamethrower. People put more flamethrowers in games, please. Like, bench. <laughs> They're so fun. Um, but I mean, over time, they did introduce a bunch more. You could go down to ammunition and get, like, the rail gun and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Question for you guys. Did you guys play it in first person? Because a few years later, they released a first person patch. And it's great. <laughs> Whenever I play GTA now, I play in first person. No. Nah. I, I change between it. It just depends on my mood. I change it very frequently. Getting hit by a car in first person <laughs> is te 
terrifying. Like, <laughs> not even with like a. Because you, you can play it in VR now, can't you? Can you? I don't. Uh, f- don't God, I hope so. not. Because if you, if you played, if you got hit by a car in that game in VR, you would throw your guts up. Because the camera just swings wildly. It is absolutely bonkers. It's a good time, though. So, there's also a mission I want to touch on. And this became, this is a very infamous mission, which I believe they patched in that you could skip it. Um, the mission is called By the Book. Uh, in this mission, you play as Trevor. You've kidnapped someone, part of the whole FBI thing. And you have to torture them. Okay. Now, obviously, this has a level of like political commentary to it, especially at the time. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, t- torture is still a thing. Um, Crazy. But in, in, in this, you had to like pick up the plies and pull out a tooth, or you had to get the car battery and hook it to them. It was very involved. It was uncomfortable. And I, 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 I again, I get what they were going for, but it didn't need to be in it because you, because Trevor, you see, he's gleeful about it. He's loving what he's doing, and he's it's meant to be like a whole thing of like in the American uh, military and stuff who, who do it, and they're happy to do it. And it's it meant to show how uncomfortable and wrong and fucked that is. Mm. As a player, I didn't want to do that. There needs to be a way out of that. I, I get trying to. Put, present a message but to have that message and then be bookended by just random acts of violence that you're doing as part of the game and then the game saying but violence is wrong at one point it's like I don't think that's landed the way you wanted it to it no. felt weird did you guys feel weird with that mission uh, I mean I never put too much stock into it it never never uh, it never bothered me because I never was invested into it I'm not invested in the message that the game has to give me. It's a goddamn GTA game. What message is it going to give me? Like, it, it was one of those things I, I didn't think too much about, therefore didn't mind. But I can understand why people would have issues with it, and I can understand why people will feel uncomfortable with it. And uh, honestly, I just think it's a bad mission. I just don't think it's well designed. I think it. Exactly. I just think it's That's not good. There was, there was momentum in that mission, then you get there, and it's slow, and it's just like, what is this? Like, that just did not need to be in there. It adds nothing. There's no gameplay. It's just like you're pressing a few buttons to watch a cutscene of a man being tortured, and it's not interesting or fun, and it does nothing to further the story or the character no, development. Just, so Yeah, it's, it just felt odd. I, like, I, I yeah. feel like if it was meant to highlight how... I don't know, vindictive maybe Trevor could be or things like that, then cool. But do it in a different way. Like, there's way yeah, more I mean, opportunities. Already, they'd already set up Trevor exactly. as being you know, a piece of shit. Well, that was the thing That was the thing I wanted to bring up. I wanted to, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up with you guys, and I was having this uh, conversation with my partner the other day because uh, we recently bought GTA 5 on PS5, and she's been playing through it because she was like, oh, I wanted to, wanted to give it a go, and you know, I haven't played it for so many years. And I said to her, I, my, my little theory, my little personal theory was the reason why we ended up with three protagonists is because Rockstar couldn't decide what they wanted. They created Michael initially and were like, yeah, that's really cool. Like, he's a cool character. We'll keep, we'll use him. And then someone was like, yeah, but what if we make this really like edgy, like drug filled 
complete psychopath like wouldn't that be really fun really edgy and really cool because that's 2013 and everyone's being as edgy as possible and you know some developer like some like project manager was like actually yeah that's a good idea put him in the game instead we'll keep that michael guy to the side you can't say that 2013 was about edginess you should hear some of our opinion on the show yeah i know we we, we are carrying that torch at times yeah absolutely um and then someone was like, yeah, but it's set in Los Santos, like it's set in the San Andreas area, and GTA San Andreas had, you know, a black gangbanger character. I think we should bring that back as an homage to GTA San Andreas, because the fans will love it. And some, someone else was like, actually, that's also a really good idea. And then some other dude was like, you know what, let's put I, all three in. I, and that's why Michael's the best character, because... <laughs> no, I, I think I think they, they started off with the idea of having multiple characters. There were multiple topics they wanted to explore. I, I don't think it's so much that they came with the characters and to, to do all three. It's they said, let's have three and uh, then I, design it from there. I agree with Jesse because the tech that they came up with to allow you to switch characters is something that would take like three years to make. Yeah, so. you can't you can't just twiddle your thumbs and get that going because that was, I, I again, I think the swapping between three characters, the mechanic that was, lost in the general hype because there were so many things, other things about the game to celebrate that it was forgotten how much of a, an achievement that is. And just being able to, to transfer the, through them. It was quick as well. It was so good. But anyway, let's move on. GTA also had an online component. Uh, oh it came out a little bit after the, the initial launch um, and it was pretty, pretty messed up at the start. It was, it was, Full of issues. Um, and look, whatever, it happens. Let's not even talk, no need to even go into that too much. But once it got going, um, still some controversy was like the cost of the shark cards in the game to, mm-hmm. to buy stuff. But you make your own character, you can play with friends or with enemies. And the whole thing was you do heist and missions and contracts, blah, 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 to set up your own syndicate. You can buy like a hotel and all this type of stuff. I don't know. It's, it's gone crazy. It keeps me updated. It's had some massive updates over the last few it years. It has. It has. I've played it a little bit and I hated it because basically <laughs> there was one person who's like, I don't like you. You're new. I'm just going to keep killing you. And you respawn and he's there. He's literally in front of me with a rocket launcher. I'm like, oh, this is, I don't, I don't, I don't want this guys. The racing was fun. I liked racing people online. That was cool. Um, but that that bummed me up. Simon, you, you've played a little bit more. And you've played with groups of friends. So I'm assuming yeah. you kind of had a bit more of a functional experience online. What's that like? Uh, no, I haven't had a more functional experience online because GTA Online is well and truly buggered. I, but like from from actual like mission, you've actually been mission, able to do like missions and mission to mission and stuff, right? Is pretty fun with a good group of friends i've done so my my first time playing through all of the heists i actually did that solo with random people um and that was not bad that wasn't a bad experience but it wasn't great um and then doing it with friends is definitely definitely the way to experience gta online there's there's a lot of missions that you can do which you know only need two people and you need three or four, and that's cool. So if you've got, you know, yourself and three other mates, play it. Go through the heists. The heists are really good. Um, some of the setup stuff is really aggravating, just as with the, you know, the main game. It's 
frustrating in all of the worst ways as well, where it'll be like, ah, oh, some guard, you know, 150 kilometers away, heard you fart in the back of your Jeep. Therefore, he set off all the alarms and that's it. You failed the mission. And, oh, what's that? Sorry, the checkpoint? Oh, no, no, no. The checkpoint was like 10 minutes ago. So you've lost all your progress. So you have to go through all of that again. It's it's a real, real mixed bag. But the actual heist finales, where you actually do the heist rather than the sub, they're all really fun. Really, really good time all across the board. And I still don't recommend playing GTA Online overall, if you can help it. Because it is filled with hackers, it's filled with bots, it's filled with scammers and all sort like all it's of the a, unsavory types. It's an types. online game, exactly. But it's it is <laughs> it is rampant in GTA Online. It is unbelievable. It's a bit of a shame though, because I've seen some cool things. Like oh, you know, I think one of our first episodes we discussed the alien war that people had. So like purple aliens yeah. in those sort of in those uh, what are those suits called? The more physical hentai suits, zentai suits, and I'm pretty sure I made the same joke on that um, episode we did as well. Probably. But there were people in purple morph suits and green morph suits fighting each other. I love that. I, I that was cool. Yeah, and like the- while I didn't get into yeah. that multiplayer aspect of it, my version of multiplayer for this game is uh, one of my favorite memories with my partner. What we would do is we would sit down on the couch, would have a glass of wine each because this is a classy game. <laughs> And would pass the controller back and forth. Basically, it's do stuff till you die. Let's have a laugh and you're next. And I remember Sophie's eyes filling with glee when she was able to live out her Terminator 2 fantasy. What she would do, she did this once and then every time I gave the controller, she would do this. She would get get into a bus, okay? Bus full of people. She would drive it down to the beach then just drive up and down the shoreline, running people down. I've never seen this. this the look in her eyes was worrying. <laughs> kind of hot, but it was also worrying. Okay, nice. She, the beach is covered in blood. The cops come and she's just like ah, screaming. She drives into the ocean. The the water rat cops come come across. They're shooting her. She jumps onto a jet ski. She crashes that into another car for some reason because somehow she got to land. There, the that's GTA to me, and then I then you know pass the controller back to me, and I I'm like I'm gonna go to this rooftop, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get my sniper rifle. I'm a real I'm a regular hit man, and then I'll stuff up and accidentally fall off the fall off the building. To me, that's that's multiplayer. GTA Five with a group of drunk friends passing controller back and forth is hysterical. Scroll online. Don't need it. That's the thing. Like GTA GTA Online, I don't think. <clears throat> offers much that the single player mode shouldn't be able to offer you the the heists some of them are like i said really fun and cool they're like an accent i guess an additional piece to the gta 5 main game but there's story in some of those heists one of which like one of the original heist series that was introduced uh involves trevor it's actually got backstory to trevor and how trevor phillips industries side because Half of GTA Online is set as a prequel to the main story, and then half of it is set as a sequel. And there's no clear distinction, by the way. I one, wish one they of, put... One of the latest heists that they've introduced involves Franklin. Franklin's in, in yeah, there. Like, Franklin and Dr. Dre, who released a new song via the game. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Don't forget Lamar. 
Don't forget I Matt Drax. Like, I would insult your yee ass haircut. I would sooner forget <laughs> Lamar. <laughs> but um, shit, we're gonna say I, I wish that they put the same amount of effort in with updates to online, which has been fantastic. If you like online GTA, then Rockstar has been feeding you well. You've been in pretty constant cool shit. Um, but if you're a single player fan like myself, it's been sort of slim pickings. Every now and None. again, they release a car, and it's just yeah, like that's it. It's just it's just a car, like it's just a, it's nothing. like a jeep. It's a mid-range car because normally when I buy a car or I'm messing around with cars, I want a big truck, I want a very fast car, or I want a piece of shit. Okay, just to prove <laughs> a point. There's the three types. There's a lot of stuff in the middle. Same with weapons. Okay, you want your big explosions, your pistols, maybe your sniper rifle, and some melee stuff. I don't need 400 types of machine gun because I'm just going to get the best one. I don't need any of that. The the combat isn't good enough to warrant me being like, oh, this this gun has slightly better accuracy. This gun has slightly better range. No, it's all the same bullshit. Same with the cars. I'm just gonna put I'm just gonna put boost into it. I don't care what you give me. Give me a Volkswagen. I'm just gonna boost that thing and drive to the airport. Fly drive into a, into a plane. <laughs> I, I I wish they allowed themselves to go a little bit crazy. Look, the game's been out for 300 years now. It's been re-released 400 times. It's on 712 cons- consoles by now. Go wild with it. Give me, like, put a monster in it. I don't know. Give me a, oh, I was say give me a monster truck. They did give me a monster truck. Give me, like, a flying car. Give us the content that people mod into the game as part of the game at this point. Let's just, let's go. It's be yeah. fun. Like, there's, there's a lot to complain about, I think, in the grand scheme of GTA 5 support. Um, with everything being focused on GTA Online, it really does sting and affect how the base game feels because you can play GTA Online and, you know, you can grind for eight, I don't know, I think it's like eight months straight to earn enough cash to buy one car, um, like one of the, one of the high-end cars, like one of the supercars. Um and you know, cool. And there is there is a thing called the oppressor, which is a flying motorbike which shoots rockets, and it is that's, the favorite weapon of that's every. That's right. That's that's everything every troll in the game will use to just ruin your day. But you know, I feel what? like they release a new car every time they come up with a pun name. It's like, oh, it's a Lamborghini. Oh, we call it the Blowjobio. Yeah. So like, All right. Yeah. Pretty I'll, much. I'll drive it. Or whatever, but the thing is, like, add that, add that to the base game. Let me run, a, let me fly yeah. that around. Give me some of those heists to do in the base game. Like, add to the base game, please. Honest. Screw heist. At this point, the, the single player is just a playground. Give me my tools of destruction. Give me some dumb stuff. Let's go. Let's just ha- let's just break this place. I mean, let's if you blow to- this town apart while you guys are making GTA Six. Okay, let's just trash this room. I mean, if you want, uh, Rockstar best- needs to be like a hardcore band at the end of a show, saying, "Open this pit up, okay? Give me all the weapons <laughs> you can. Let me destroy GTA Five before Six comes out." But before we wrap it up, because it's almost midnight, that's why I'm slowly becoming a werewolf. <laughs> I want to mention something, and this is huge. GTA Five was the second game that Famitsu gave a perfect score to. It's the second Western game, sorry, that Famitsu gave a perfect score to. Second to Skyrim. That's a that is big moment. Staggering. Also, it sold more copies in 2020 than it did in any other year, excluding its launch year. Did everyone look and be like, oh, we're in lockdown. All right, GTA, <laughs> let's go. Keelan, you did bring up before that I think that's the same time that Epic 
had it for free on the Epic Store, which May. is where I got it, and it was it runs very nicely on PC. It's quite quite a pleasant experience. Uh, but look, the game, the lastly, the fact that this game still shows up on bestsellers, you know, top bestsellers of the month, is mind boggling. It is often number yeah. one. Yeah, everyone I know has bought this game multiple times, has multiple copies of it, okay? And it doesn't, it's not quite Skyrim levels yet, but it, look, it'll get there, it'll get there it'll, in time. It's getting there. It's hands down, just one of the best games of all time. And what a beautiful and technologically impressive full stop to the seventh generation of, of, of consoles. It, it, you look back at it, it's like that year, 2013, was one of the big ones. It, it, it's mind blowing. Um, and look, we, we went through it, and we've got our we've got gripes, especially looking back on it because I think we're a little bit more older, a little bit more jaded, a little bit more tired. Mm. We, we look back on it, and we've got a few complaints about it, but I remember at the time it was just such a moment in time. Um, and it's still, it's still one of my comfort food games. I will still jump back into that game, and I will just drive around. I will follow road rules sometimes just to see what it's like. That's one thing. I'll listen to the radio and I will just chill. No, it always annoys the crap out of me because the game is designed to make the NPCs try and crash into you. That is a genuine thing. No no way. No way. A game called Grand Theft Auto doesn't want you to follow road rules. That's crazy. I know, right? But at least give me the chance. wild. (laughs) Give me the chance, guys. (laughs) Let's wrap it up here. I'm sure we'll talk about more GTA 6 soon. Hopefully. When is that going to come out? Who knows? But if you want to listen to us talk about more games and the like, we're on Spotify and iTunes, so jump on, subscribe, leave us a review. Uh, you'll also find our other show, Love Letters, which I'm going to be bringing back very shortly, where I interview another content creator about a game that's very close to their heart. Uh, you can also check out Fan Critical Podcast. Uh, they keep our metaphorical lights on. Uh, they have a bunch of shows. They review TV and movies and all sorts. So go and give them some love as well. If you want to keep up to date with all the news happening, like... Like Kingdom Hearts 4 and Yeah, holy and crap. Gex Jr. Storymodegaming.com is a place to be if you want to keep up to date with everything else we do. We're on what, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the big ones. At Storymode AUS. Of course, we're also on Twitch at Storymode AUS where you can watch us record these podcasts live. Plus, we have near nightly game streams and we have a little surprise coming out next week for anyone who's in that very small sliver of the Venn diagram who likes story mode gaming and AFL. Uh, we've got something <laughs> special coming out next week. It's going to be weird, um, which will be good good time for everyone. Um, of course, we're also on Patreon. If you want to chuck a couple of buckarinas our way, just search for Fan Critical and you get access to a bunch of bonus content. But with that, lads, happy had fun talking about GTA 5. It's a good yeah. time. Yeah, it's a good it's, time. It's a good game. I it mean, is fun, isn't it? It is fun. It's fun. Thanks to everyone listening. Thanks to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to Rockstar. Thank you, Dan Hauser. You've had some issues, but you made a good game. I'll give you that. Uh, so go play some games. Be safe. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.